Welcome to the Pink Cloud Podcast. In this weekly podcast, we offer a supportive space where women share their personal experiences of getting sober and navigating sobriety while being young. In each episode, we deliver an amazing combination of heart-to-hearts and informative interviews with sober women without judgment. This podcast is about of necessity for like-minded women trying to seek and maintain sobriety while achieving more in their lives. Whether it's in sobriety, relationships, career, spirituality, mental health, or health and wellness. Created with sobriety, recovery, and sisterhood in mind, the Pink Cloud Podcast unites the voices of phenomenal women as we share deep and inspiring conversations of hope for a bright future. Hello and welcome to the Pink Cloud Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa H., and I'm here with Jennifer. Hi, Jennifer. And Gloria. Hi, Gloria. Hey. So this is our kickoff of season two. Yay. And I brought back two of season one favorites for you guys. We have the most downloads with these two speakers. And so I thought I'd bring you guys back and start the kickoff. So today we're talking about you know, it's New Year, New Year's resolutions, and what we do to really maintain sobriety and just a balanced life overall. Like we were talking like in the pre-show right before we started recording about the mind of an alcoholic being like a bag of cats, right? (laughs) Like if you can imagine how that is like just craziness and chaos and what we do to maintain it. So Gloria, you were talking about what you're doing now with a little bit of this breath work and Reiki and kind of energy healing on that spectrum of it. So tell us a little bit about what you're doing now. Sure. So, you know, living with that bag of cats in my head for years and years, I would drink to just quiet that shit down. And it's really taken me time, practice and patience to learn how to sit still and sit still with my own thoughts. And now that I'm just aligned and connected to the universe on some other level, not religious wise, but just spirituality wise, I'm able to do those things. And so Ending my year last year, I'm working my 12 steps for the second time and going into my fourth and fifth, the universe aligned me with a girl named Haley Navarro. She does Reiki and breath workshops, and I was able to get to one of her classes. It was an out of body experience for me. I was able to connect, release, cry yell. It was emotional, but it was beautiful. And for Mm -hmm. the first time in my life in a long, long time, two times in 2022, I was able to feel joy, like real joy. And one was when I was in Hawaii and I was waking up hella early because of the time change. And I would go outside. My room was like right into the beach. And so I would go outside and I would lay in the sand and the stars were around me. And I had never seen so many stars. The transition from like the nighttime with the stars into the sunrise and like the lavender and pink sky and just everything. And I was like, this is what God has always gifted us. But Mm -hmm. I just was too blind to see. Yeah. Isn't it crazy? The stuff that we realize. I remember when I got sober, I like very first sober, I was driving and I, there were trees that I noticed on my street. I never noticed before. It's just that we're so closed off that we don't see like the beauty of the world around us, like in anything. Cause we're not present. I mean, really what it is like when we're, you know, drinking and drugging, we're just not present to reality. 
you know, we're just I like love, checked out. I love driving like, cause I did so much of my just dirt in general, like in a neighboring town about an hour away. And I love going there now. I go there every day for work and I go there at 6am and I'm going towards Sacramento. And it's crazy because so many years ago, I was always coming the other direction and right. always, in, always in some <laughs> other dude's basketball shorts, like the stench of something that's not from me. <laughs> like, always like a little less self-respect. And I have this like ritual and I would like come home, take a shower, wash it all off, clean my car hella good as though nothing ever happened and then just move on. And then it was right. like, and then it's gone. And now let's reset <laughs> and maybe do it again tonight. <laughs> like, it's just, yeah, the mindset is. It's great <laughs> being like driving in the morning to work, right? Not coming yeah. to at that time. Yeah. Like, yes. I swear morning time is like the, I think I feel like the best in the morning, like super early. Cause I'm like, Same. okay, I'm awake. I didn't come to like, I'm yeah. awake early starting my day because I remember when the sun would start coming up, I was like, oh, you just like cringe. And you're like, oh my God, go to bed fast. Like, hurry up. Let me take a sleeping pill real quick because I need to like yeah. slow down and go to bed. Upset. I used to be upset with birds. Like, shut up, <laughs> bird. <laughs> Stop chirping. <laughs> I hate the yes. sun. I yes. don't like the birds. Like, they need to shut up. This is not a Cinderella moment. This is like, I am dying and I have to get up in yeah. 20 minutes. I'm okay. like, I'm late to go pick up the kids. Where Bird. did I drop off my mom? Okay, I got to get fresh enough enough. Maybe I can dip in and dip out. <laughs> yeah. Bird Where the kids? Like, you said that, it gives me anxiety. I have, like, instant anxiety. Like, going and trying to go to sleep after a night of partying and hearing the birds chirp. It's like, that is instant, like, trigger. <laughs> I'm like full blown regret and anxiety and incomprehensible demoralization. Lawnmowers going. All of it. All of it. And now I'm like up at the butt crack of dawn waiting for the birds. Like they're singing songs to me. Right? It's my hymn in the morning. No, but my morning is my best time now too. Like I connect, I pray, I meditate, I sit still and there's not cats running around in there anymore fighting one another. You know, yeah. it's just really this like calmness that I've came about. And, you know, my day doesn't always start off like that. I mean, you know, sometimes I, it depends. So I do have a new routine now. So I've incorporated an old school workout routine called jazzercise, yeah. which I freaking love. <laughs> but like, so a few days a week, I get up super early, I do a quick prayer meditation, and I read upon awakening, because I was told to do that. And so I definitely do it, you know, and I get in my car and I go and I dance for an hour, like I dance, and it's a beautiful way to start my day. But I have to find the balance like between like, that exercise, and then that moment of stillness. And so I try to give myself like a few days on a few days off. So I can pay mm -hmm. attention to both things that really make me feel good. Because yeah. if I'm not paying attention to things that make me feel good, it's really easy for me to try to get back in control. Control. And when I try to take that wheel, my life goes, you know, yeah, all the 360 all the way back around. And I don't like to be that way anymore. And so the breath work, the Reiki, it was a new experience for me. It was super joyful. It was emotional, but in a good way, like I really, yeah. and so I'm going to do another one at the end of the month. 
she's going to be in Stockton, California. And so I'm going to do, I don't know which date I'm going to choose yet, but I just want to see, cause like sobriety says more will be revealed yes. and I'm growing up in AA and I'm learning all this shit about myself. Like I like me. Yes. I yeah. like realness and quietness. What? Well, it's all of this discovery and being open, you know, so we go on this journey and whatever brings us into recovery, whatever type of bottom that we hit brings us to this point of self-discovery where we have to kind of rip this open and rip open all the layers and like undo all of these negative things that are making us who we're really not. And all of these masks and layers and things that we've done to protect ourselves and hide from the world. And it's like, we strip all that down in recovery. So we start really like chipping away the pieces and being honest with who we truly are. And then this opens it up to this, you know, the spirit of the universe and like breath work. And just really like when you turn it over to God and are praying and you just become the person that you were meant to be. And it gives it back to other people, you know, by you shining and you being the best version of yourself. That's what that does is it helps other people the same way. And it helps. Oh, Gloria, she's like really... I think I'm going to try jazzercise. I think I'm going to do that. And it just helps people, you know, people don't like look at other people like, oh, they're drinking. I think I'm going to go like, they look like shit. I think I want to be like that. Like, no, people don't. That's not helpful to other people. Yeah. Nobody says that. I don't think anybody when I was drinking wanted to be like me. I don't think anyone was like, wow, she's really like, she looks like a mess right now. I really, that's what I want to be. Like, that's what I'm striving to be. It's like, no, it's just, yeah. Well, I was just going to say like when getting into the rooms and like learning about myself, I was not really open to like the fellowship part. I didn't really want to get to know people. You know, I was fearful of that. Like, are people going to like me? Who am I like learning who I am sober and identifying myself and mourning the old Gloria, you yeah. know, and then it was like things just kept on aligning. And I knew somebody who knew somebody who knew Jennifer, who knew Lisa. And then it's like, here we are having fun together and like having these conversations. You accidentally had a fellowship. So and it's not <laughs> like I don't want to be friends, but all yeah. of a sudden exactly. I have friends. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I ran into Jennifer at the nail salon and oh my gosh, if everybody next to us heard what we I were know. Out. It was deep. It, it was, was deep. Like a, it got deep. Or I wasn't even on my left hand yet. We were like in it. <laughs> but like that's what we have to offer each other today, and it's beautiful. Like I get to know you and hug you and laugh with you and cry with you and do all that amazing stuff. When I was drinking, I didn't want to. I mean, I was crying with people, but then in the morning, I was like looking back at a text message, like, "Oh shit, what I say? Did I make a? You know, going yeah. through? Oh yeah. Oh no, I didn't want anything to do with anyone's stuff. Like I didn't ask questions because I didn't want to know. Like I felt terrible when I think about this story, but you know, we're all partying and one of a friend of ours, she had busted her lip and it looked really bad. And I was like, no, you're fine. You're fine. Cause I didn't want to look at it. Like I didn't want it yeah. to not be fine because I really, yeah. I don't think, well, for one, I was being selfish because I wanted to keep partying, but I don't think I knew I wasn't capable of dealing with anyone else's stuff, like emotional stuff, you know, like I couldn't, handle an injury of somebody else because I was too in my own self to even like be able to cope with that. And I always feel terrible when I think back to that. I'm like, cause what I would have done now is like, no, we need to go get this stitched up. Like this looks terrible. Yeah. Like this, yeah. this shouldn't be. And someone did, you know, one of our friends, 
you know, he ended up, he's like, he was Girl, older than us. us. And he <laughs> was like, he's like, this does not look good. Like, we need to go. We need to take you. And I think she did get it. I don't know what, I think they couldn't, st- I don't remember, but it was not good. And like, I just think of that, like not wanting to form those relationships because it's too heavy. Like I can't deal with someone else's emotional stuff. And like, I honestly didn't really want to, which is the polar opposite of today. I'm like, I like deep relationships. I'm like, tell me your stuff. Like, tell me like what's going on. Like, tell me this so that I can, you know, relate or help you or offer some kind of advice or something. Like, I like that connection now. And honestly, it's like, if I don't have that connection, I don't really feel like, like I don't have that continual friendship. Like I don't call them up to just go party, you know, where people in the past where we have this, you know, relationship where we're friends and then call you up because we go party. We don't talk about anything deep. It was all surface level. But now I'm like, okay, if I don't know your deepest, darkest secrets, then like, you know, then we're not really friends. Like I need to know some dirt. Like I need to be able to go to you and like tell you how I'm feeling mm-hmm. and not have you judge me or have to give a backstory and know that like, that they're just thoughts. Like sometimes I just think stuff and I'm just like in just this emotional state and I can call Jennifer and I'm like, oh my God, blah, blah. Like my husband, he's the worst in the world. Like he's not, you know, he just didn't take the trash out or whatever, but like, she knows me and she knows the story and like, he's great. It's just that he's human. Right. And we live together and we cohabitate. And so his shoes in the hallway, like can piss me off sometimes. And I'm sure I piss him off too, but like, you know, having those being able to like vent and not have to say, no, my husband's great. No, guess what? He's being an asshole right now. He's being so rude for no reason. And then like tomorrow it's fine. But like not having to worry about like giving that information to somebody and having them think, well, what's going on in her marriage or what she's crazy. It's like, no, we're all a little crazy. It's just Mm -hmm. like what our actions are. It's not my thoughts. It's my actions and my actions don't show crazy. So like they did before. Oh, maybe a little bit. Okay. Maybe maybe a little bit, but not nearly as bad as before. But yeah, like this new year, you know, I'm really redialing back in because I do my morning routine, like morning time is the best. You know, my daughter, she has her time that she gets up. So I usually set my alarm for an hour before she gets up. I go downstairs, I drink my coffee, I do my mindfulness. And sometimes it's just like coffee. Sometimes it's just being present. But I really recently dialed it into, okay, I'm reading, you know, my recovery book for at least 20 minutes which I love doing anyway. So it's not like, and it just, it just sets the tone for the whole day. So like reading my recovery book, you know, working on step 11, right? Like reviewing my day also like, okay, this next 24 hours ahead, like, what do I have planned? Like connecting with my higher power, praying, meditating, doing all of those things and really setting the tone for the day before I start my day. And I'm like, when you know, I'm not like coming to and like, Oh my gosh, okay, let me get coffee. Okay, oh, I got a kid, I got a, you know, I got a toddler, I got to deal with it's like, hi, honey, I'm awake. And you know, <laughs> and then I'm like, super happy. And I'm in I already have this headspace and already have everything like my day planned out and it goes so much easier. It was never like that before. I remember, like, I had this trainer, right? I hired a personal trainer because like that was my problem, right? No, it's like, and I remember him telling me to stop drinking too. He's like, you got to cut it back on the booze. You smell like alcohol every time you come in. You're on my own business. Tired. Tired. 
but like, I remember him giving me my meal plan and telling me, you know, breakfast. And I'm like, what do you mean breakfast? Like who makes breakfast in the morning? Yeah. Like, I swear to God, I swear to God. I'm like, who would eat? Like why? Okay. On the weekend when you brunch, right. You have breakfast, but I'm like, who before work would ever have time to make breakfast? Like your kid. And I never did it. Cause I was like, that's not even possible because I slipped into the very last minute. Cause I was so hungover from the day before. There's not a possible minute that I could spare to make eggs and like oatmeal or whatever the fuck he had me healthy eating. Right. It was like something like super eat this in the morning. I'm like, what? Nobody can do that. And I really thought that. And like today I'm eat breakfast every morning. <laughs> like I don't ever, I don't get breakfast. I make like a healthy, like nutritional, like breakfast. Like, it's just crazy that like the difference of what it was like before to what it's like now, completely different. Well, on that topic, so 14 years ago today, I woke up after having the last, my last drink and I still continue to, you know, smoke weed like a crackhead and all of that for the rest of January. But so my really, my sobriety day is not my clean and sober day is January 30th, but this day, this morning, I was not up. And I remember my ex-husband, we were still married at the time. And he was like, the kids came in. So I like completely like my mom chased me around, stomped in that night, like trying to find me. I was drunk driving. I was totally just a hot mess all night. I had just gotten fired from my job. Like I went, cashed my check, called my ex-best friend at the time said, this is where I'm going to be. Like, I'm going to be drinking. Like, I don't care if you show up or not. I just need someone to know where I am <laughs> as the last scene spot. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. And literally <laughs> just like, just in case I'm on the news or I don't show up, like this is the last scene spot. So last place I was seen. But I remember like completely self-destructing all night long. And then in the morning, I remember being only half awake and my ex-husband, he came in, the girls, my daughters were trying to come into the bedroom and he was like, no, leave her alone. Just let her sleep. And it was the first time that I felt cared for. Like, I remember feeling like, fuck yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I got to go and get drunk all night. And then finally the husband said, I'll take care of the kids while you rest, hon. Like, that's what I'm talking about. (laughs) 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 Unbeknownst to me, that was like the beginning of the fucking end and wanted me to like, me wanting to kill myself. But you know, and I remember looking at myself in the mirror that day and just being like, absolutely disgusted from the things I did the night before to, I didn't even know my mom was chasing me around. Like I got told the next day. <laughs> like, next day I was like, oh, I got away. <laughs> glad she didn't catch me. Yeah, I was like, oh, shit. I was drunk driving. <laughs> it was just so crazy. And then, you know, and then it was just a series of events for the rest of January. And I was like, oh my God, like that is not okay. And then, you know, I mean, just oh, oh crazy at the time felt horrible series of events, which I could not even fathom or grasp, you know, losing my job had nothing to do with drinking. My husband leaving me had nothing to do with drinking. It was all about years of my behavior. There were plenty of times where I was like sober for years in that marriage. And, but my character defects continue to show up time and time again. And I think, you know, once 
you know, I did the kicking and the screaming and the like yelling out and everything at God. And I would never do that before. I was like, well, if this is his will, this is his will. And I don't need to understand it all. And for the first time, kind of like Gloria, you were talking about, like, I like lost my shit, basically. Like, God, are you effing kidding me right now? Like, this is not okay. Like, I tried to follow (laughs) you. I'm a hot mess. Like, what the F? And, you know, and then unbeknownst to me, you know, because my even the pastor of my church had like was pretty much done with me and I had said goodbye to him and that relationship was over. And, you know, and I just was like, really, like you just left me alone. And it just and after that, everything changed for me. Like I was able to look at all those events that kept happening and it's like, oh, wow, like I was really wrong. I was really hurt. And I felt like through that whole this whole month of January, 14 years ago, that my higher power held me above in that like third person state, like out of body experience. And it was just like, my life kept feeling like it was destroyed. Like people kept turning their back and they kept walking away from me. It was like, wait, what, wait, what? But I also felt like he was holding me in this out of body experience. And I was just kind of watching it happen. And even to the point to where the pastor of my church later, about six months later, after I got home from rehab, we reached out because I needed to make an amends. And he stopped me and said, no, and that's a whole nother, you know, episode in itself. But, you know, he was like, oh, the church wronged you and all this stuff and all these things, like, just, they had to happen in order for me to get to this space. But I remember him telling me in that conversation, like, Jennifer, you were speaking to me like I have never heard you speak to me before. And I know it was nothing but God speaking through you. Like he could tell me verbatim what I said when I was saying goodbye, like I can no longer be on this path. And it was really like, Lori, you were talking about mourning the loss of a past life, walking away from it, understanding what my behavior was. And none of that was me. None of that was me. I can take absolutely no credit for 14 years, you know, knock on wood on the 28th or 30th, but I'm just so grateful. Like, you know, now my mornings when I get up in the new year, like we were talking about before the show, like I don't don't really do New Year's resolutions. Like I don't, you know, I don't really trust myself enough to, you know, or give myself enough credit, I guess, to like really try to follow through with some, I just have to live it. I just have to do it and live it because I'm going to mess up. And then I can just give myself enough grace and pray and ask or make amends or whatever. And then just continue to try to live it and move on, you know, Mm -hmm. and I'm so grateful for just you ladies and the experiences that have gotten me here. And then all the ones to come, you know, they don't stop just because you're sober, you know, like life still shows up. I have to make an amends to my father-in-law because I told him to stop talking about my husband's exes. I don't want to hear that shit anymore. Oh, <laughs> 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 like, all oh, <I'm> Lars. <laughs> you're like, oops, like, kind of. Oh, but I was like, like, yeah, 13 years, homie. Like, I've been here for 13 years. Like, Nobody cares. And that's kind of how I said it. Nobody cares. Yeah. <laughs> so I got to, yeah. Progress, have. not perfection. That's right. <laughs> yeah, right. That's crazy. Happy birthday month. Right? month. Yes. Hey, month. Happy birthday month. I was looking at my calendar. I'm like, I know I have your birthday in there. And it's still on the wrong day because I had added it in there when I was living overseas. And so it's like one day off. And so I always get thrown off every single year with your birthday. So, but happy birthday, mom. Yeah, I know. We're going to have a party. We're going to have a a celebration. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. 
All right, girls. Well, thank you so much for coming on and starting this kickoff of this new season two of the Pink Cloud podcast. And I love you girls so much. And you've just been an inspiration to all the listeners. And all right, guys, we'll see you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Pink Cloud podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. This helps others find the show, and we really appreciate it. We'll catch you in the next episode.